Welcome to the after show for The Flash. It is the season finale, episode 22, Legacy. What's going on with Thon, Swaying Grace, and Sayonara Nora? Also, we have a really cool and unique season finale special segment called Who You? and some news and gossip. Let's do this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, After Buzzers? It's the season finale. Can you believe it? We finally made it to the end of season five, The Flash. We're doing it big over here. So we're going to be talking about what's going on with Thawne, swaying Grace and getting her situation together, and sayonara to Nora. We also have, also have a special segment called Who You? And we'll get into that especially and some news and gossip. So why don't we dive right in? I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and definitely couldn't do it without my Flash peoples. Hey, y'all, it's Chauncey K. Robinson. What's going on, guys? It's Zach Silverman. All right, guys, we made it to the end. OMG, season finale. What do we think of the uh, episode as a whole? I enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought there was some, like, emotional tugging. I mean, it delivered for what it usually does with The Flash when it comes to the emotional payoff, Mm. when it comes to the interplay of the characters. That is, like, their strongest suit, and they definitely delivered on that. I agree. Uh, different season finale of season finales, which uh, now that I, I like think on it a little bit more and let it gestate and settle in, um, I don't think I would want like a major big battle or something crazy that we've seen in the past three seasons uh, finales. This is a, a different tone and um, it's taking a little second or two, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I love it's it. On me. I'd love to know what the chat thinks. Yeah, chat, please let us know what you think. I definitely liked it as well. I'm kind of like a mix between both of you. I like that they were back to pulling on our heartstrings like they used to and normally do. But then also it wasn't some big, crazy, wild thing. It just kind of, for me, tied up loose ends, really wrapped up the season and made everything that happened all season kind of clear, which is nice. It doesn't really seem like a season finale, to be honest with you. It kind of seems like a a mid-season break. Yes. Um, into the next storyline, whereas like DeVoe happened last season and that ended and it was just like, cool. Like if if the show was canceled, like then that was that and it, we would have kind of had like a nice payoff. And I would say probably for the other uh, baddies as well. This one, it feels like we have a minor pause and let's going to see what happens next, you know. I don't know. I felt like it, I, it definitely felt like a season finale to me because, I mean, all of this stuff had been basically culminating specifically for the Nora character, which we'll, of course, get into. Um, I thought it was her, you know, kind of her arc and the end of that arc for this time. And I thought it was very significant. I felt I wouldn't see it as a break necessarily just because of usually with season finales, there is this kind of like... Um, to be continued sort of a deal. They just didn't do it in such a grandioso way That's, yeah. as they normally do. So yeah. it felt it might have felt slightly a bit more quiet. Yeah. But that but I think I actually love the fact that they did it that way because of the nature of just how quiet that date changed and things like all of this stuff yes. is yeah, so I, I subtle. Have no gripes with the Oh no, the I'm not saying it was as like you said yeah. as a negative. Okay. I just felt I felt like it was a conclusion. Mm-hmm. But with a now what sort of a deal. Right. Yeah. You know what also was kind of maybe, and it was just on the back end of things that we got to cover, like news and gossip a lot. And there's been a lot of talk of, um, uh, can't, not Candace, what's her name, coming back to the show for season six. 
Um, the Nora, what's her actress's name? Uh, Jessica Parker. Jessica, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought there was a lot of rumors of her coming back for season six. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe that got in my head of like, <clears throat> we're not really saying goodbye, you know? Interesting. There were a lot of rumors about her being like a a regular for next season right. and stuff like that. And and if anything, that's I think it's great the way it ended. Yeah, uh, just because of the fact something. that it just it still shows you that they can kind of surprise us, you know, as well. Even though some of the stuff was predictable throughout this season, and we right. talked about our gripes last mm. episode uh, <laughs> with a number of things, and there were some gripes this episode I had too, <laughs> as always. But but it um, kind of carried from the last episode where it, we we talked about it then, and it, they just proved us wrong. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah, I totally. Um, I mean, I love the actress of Nora. You know, I mean, of course, this isn't the last we're going to see her, and we'll talk about how and why. But I mean, I think it was this was a necessary finale for her character. Yeah, I think necessary is the absolute perfect word to say because I know I needed it because they just <laughs> I just needed some clarity, and I feel like I got that today. So why don't we dive in on this episode? So our first topic is what's going on with Thon. We kind of left you know, last episode with figuring out, oh, the dagger is what's keeping him dampened and um, locked up. So we open with, you know, after the big fight and Ralph is jumping in front of the dagger because he has it pretty much figured out. When people weren't trying to hear him, he finally was like, oh my God, if they ruin this now, it's going to mess with the timeline. It'll never, you know, Thon will have not been able to be, have his powers dampened and he, you know, all of that. So what do we think of, okay, first of all, (laughs) When he got shot, that weird little balled-up thing that they made him look like was very strange to me. Um, the Humpty Dumpty, as Cisco would call it. But what do you guys think about how they laid that out right in the beginning? Because I feel like in the credits, the credits were still going and we learned so much about the episode. So what do you think about Ralph's discovery and what that meant for Thawne and what he was about to go through in prison? Um... I liked how they did it. Um, I'm happy they did that. I feel like it would have made a shorter episode if obviously the dagger would have just been destroyed right then and there. So um, I wasn't expecting him to jump in front of it. I actually had no idea what was going to happen. I really did think that the dagger was destroyed and we were going to get to see a big episode of Thawne. Um, Mm. I think I might have would have liked to see more of that actually. Um, I don't know. You got me thinking now. So go ahead. I think we needed to get to uh, the point of Cicada. I mean, as as much as the issues mm. I've had with Cicada two needed to be wrapped up, um, yeah. that needed to be yeah. wrapped up as yeah. well. More particular, more so with the baby Grace situation, right? Yes. Because you had this situation where, I mean, if they didn't deal with her understanding that you know, what was going on was wrong, having the two Orleans, kind of like the angel-devil thing going on, and her making the decision to take the cure, it would have been a vicious cycle either way. Even if they, I mean, yeah, they could have destroyed the dagger, and she would have, you know, the future her, or the other her, Cicada 2 would have, like, disappeared, but then Baby Grace wouldn't have been in my opinion, wouldn't it have been... She still would have been on maybe a war path. She would have, yeah. yeah and we saw eventually. that the cure didn't work for her. And the cure, cure didn't work because... Right. The, well, the cure didn't work because the dagger was still in Contact existence. And, the shard. So, and yeah. that's why... Well, yeah, the dagger was attached to still that shard. Yeah, she had, yeah. So they had to... And that was the other thing. They had to get to the point... I think they needed to show us that they had to destroy the dagger. Because, you know, when Sherlock explains yes. the whole situation of basically what Ralph couldn't because he was indisposed at the 
the moment. Yeah. It was, you know, Barry still had the idea of, well, we're going to destroy the dagger no matter what. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they kind of wanted to avoid it, which was when Nora came up with that plan, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of thought was going to work. But, I mean, eventually it just got to the point where there was no other choice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, Zach. I definitely thought the dagger was going to be destroyed kind of early on and we were going to be dealing with whatever Thawne had going on. But what I do like is that it did unfold. One quick thing, and I don't know if this is just a hole for me or I missed something, but how did... How did the dagger get on Thawne, and who figured out that that's what needed to happen in order to keep him properly locked up? That was just something in the future. Okay. Uh, we, I didn't know if I They missed. never covered that. I mean, we were talking about that last episode where we okay. were like, uh, Cicada did disappear in the future. Where What happened to him, nobody really knows. Um, did he die? Uh, or maybe, like, Thawne killed him, and they were able to incapacitate him and take the dagger. Nobody really knows. Um, but uh, how did they figure it out? No, I, so, no, I was just wondering, like, basically, how did it get on his chest? Because let's just talk, since this is a season finale, let's go back just a brief second. I person, we've all felt like we knew that Thawne had some master plan that we were going to end up figuring it out, figuring out. Did you guys think it was going to be the dagger? Or did you think the dagger had anything to do with Thawne remaining in the prison or being a part of the whole thing? Like, the whole reason everything unfolded the way it did? Well, I think last episode we figured that out. Yeah. Because we were saying that for whatever reason he wants to get rid of. And, you know, Zach pretty much said, like, if that dagger, something happens to that dagger, then that's obviously what's keeping his powers. And this whole thing was, I think we were trying to figure out how did he orchestrate that to know, to get all, I mean, he did, they ended up doing the whole villain explanation part or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole idea of well, how it, it got to on further, him. too. Yeah. But, like, the whole idea of how it got on him on the first place, I, I think that was just a matter of they had the dagger in their possession. They knew that dampened powers, and that's yeah. how they arrested him. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't think too hard on it mm-hmm. right yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just more so that he figured mm-hmm. out how to eventually get it off of him, which was a masterful plan. To be honest, but yeah, it was yeah. very masterful. Like when we started seeing him talking to Nora in the very beginning, like many episodes ago, I just never would have guessed the dagger had anything to do with his master plan. Oh yeah, no, I mean we all. No, I don't think anyone thought about yeah. it because no one knew that the dagger was actually on him either, right? That exactly was yeah. covered up the whole time. It wasn't until last episode or the episode right before or something that we fi- figured out that the, it was the dagger that was keeping him somehow. You know, but I think we all, I mean, I guess for, I did say that I didn't trust him. I didn't think yeah. he was completely redeemed. There was something. I just didn't know what his game was, right? Because yeah. it was kind of like, well, what's his point in all of this? And even, like, befriending Nora and stuff, what does she have to do with getting him out? Like, what? why does he need this whole situation to happen? So, so there's the answer to this, where he had two scenarios set up that he needed to have happen. And he had said, I... His line, I forgot what the line was, but he had said that uh, essentially um, you being here are putting in place of what I need to happen to ensue, like to um, allow for my escape to happen. Um, and he planned, as, as always, for two different plans. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get what he wanted, but being thrown at what he is, it, it doesn't face him so much. Um, I don't think he initially had the plan to have Nora disappear from time. No, he it's wanted her to, to, be to become him. Negative speed force and have a daughter, and that would be the ultimate takeaway wow. from Barry. 
more so than killing her. Because essentially, Barry can. I mean, we will see next season. Uh, obviously, uh, he wants to create a family. A new daughter will come along, whether it's Nora Dawn, who knows? Um, he does essentially get a daughter back um, or a son. But uh, yeah. if Thawne were to like convert her to negative speed force, that would have been the ultimate like stab. You know, like I killed your mother, your father's dead, and now I take your daughter, and you can do nothing about it. Yeah, absolutely. That's I think what his ultimate plan was, but. Uh, kind of counted on Barry to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I will say with the Ralph situation, though, it was very cool to know that he can withstand um, whatever that gun oh, well, was. Well, that gun is from Mirror Master. I think, I hope they set up for um, uh, the new meta to come along, uh, Mirror Master, which was part of the, uh, uh, what are those guys called? Uh, I always forget their names. Okay. With the ice guy and the fire guy. Captain Cole? Captain Cole, yeah. Are you talking about um, Legends of Tomorrow? No, 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 no. The whatever it doesn't matter. Legion of Doom. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. I'll All right. Later. <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, I just thought it was cool that he could withstand that, and that it wasn't a whole thing where Ralph was out of commission the whole episode, and Sherlock figuring out that it was more so about muscle memory. And I thought it was cool that he was talking like Yoda when he came back. Yeah, all backwards and jumbled. <laughs> yeah. Up. So I mean, but that that was cool. You know, I thought. I mean, and it did look weird him being all blocky, it was gross. nasty. Yeah, it looked disgusting. And it was the rogues. Okay. Oh, okay. Master's part of the rogues, and he just wasn't present for this season, so, or ever. Okay. Yeah. And look at that. It was just as simple as Vibe giving Ralph a little uh, zap just to bring him back to life. Thanks, Vibe. Mm. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's some sass behind Rest that. Like, thanks, Vibe. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to get all the way into that, but I don't know. He was pretty valuable. Um, so, okay, so we have Thawne, the... It, we were also all laughing, too. We had to look at each other when Nora was finally like, oh, my God, Thawne is so selfish. She's doing all this for him. <laughs> and it's just like, sweetie, everybody's been trying to tell you that since, like, day, day one. one. Never trust them. I, in <laughs> honor of Nora, her sacrifice, mm. I won't say anything negative uh, about Nora for the next ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> I and give, the clock starts now. I, I would give it a reprieve for a bit for all you Nora fans out there. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything right okay. now, but uh, Jamie just did. Yeah, I, I was, you know, just a little side note, a little something I wrote down, like, girl. She okay. was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I just said 10 minutes. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching the clock, y'all, so we're going we gonna, to, you know, see what Chauncey has to say about that. In 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and just another, before we move on to our next topic, another, you know, really cute moment. We always have these warm, friendly moments where, and I think this was very relevant, obviously, to the end of the show, where Caitlin kind of encourages Cisco to let his girlfriend know exactly who he is and what's going on. Before we move to our next topic, what did you think about him being, you know, Cisco being convinced to let his girlfriend know and how she took the news. I I thought it was fine. You know, the thing is, we haven't seen much of Camilla, right? Maybe right. we will next season now that he has to... I mean, 
Yeah, maybe we will next season now that Cisco, um, you know, we'll get into, you know, what happened with him and stuff. So we'll probably see more of her. But, I mean, it was nice that that was her response. It would have been crappy if it was anything else. It was nice that she referenced, hey, I know comic books and I realized that why would you tell me this from the very get-go? You have a secret identity. So it made logical (laughs) sense. It's it's kind of like a meta thing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's It's like, that's meta in the sense of, yeah, of course you want to tell me. You know, that's logic when it comes to this you know superhero so it was fine it was okay and, and also Cisco couldn't use that as an excuse mm. no I, I was almost hoping that like she would celebrate it a little bit more and be happy and be like oh so this is like a win win I have a boyfriend that's an amazing boyfriend and now we can go on vacations wherever we want for free you know yeah. oh, that would have been fun. you know like there's yeah we'll no get into that well that's the <laughs> no, that's, yeah. That's, that's okay. nice yeah. yeah. before we get into that though yes uh, guys before we move on to our next topic we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk for us to continue to grow uh, we could use your help so if you're on YouTube right now hit that thumbs up button and subscribe and if you're on iTunes please give us a five star rating but no matter where you are uh, leave us a comment so that you can get involved in the conversation we love chatting with you guys we'll respond to your comments being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us and we truly Really appreciate you uh, supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends. Keep enjoying our shows. Yes, thank you. And you guys, don't forget to stick around to the end because we have a fun little special segment that we're throwing in for the season finale called Who You? And, of course, some news and gossip. So let's go on to our next topic, which we titled Swaying Grace because I really feel like that was what this whole, you know, they, they find the wood on the scene. The Can we talk about that? Yes, let's talk about the little piece of wood. That was that cabin this whole time, was it not? That was not a new cabin. That was that same cabin that Iris was in episodes ago. Cisco was at in the woods and got his like hands all messed up on that they went to find. I'm not crazy, right? No. I'm so confused as to why they needed a piece of wood. To trace back to where they all have already been. The tiny and they even referenced it. The, uh, Cisco's like, oh, that was the woods where I lost, almost lost my powers. Yeah, and it's like, Iris is like, do you think we'll be able to figure out where you... Girl, you figured it out episodes ago. That's the same house. I was so... I, I mean, I, I just didn't understand... I okay. I'm I mean, with you because the way that they made it seem was like it was like she was in grand, some underground yeah. lair. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where else? Where else did he pay rent at that she could just be chilling at? Like, of course it's this place. <laughs> like she's from the future. Where else could he take? Where There's she, nowhere else where she. Could yeah, go. I just it, it that was weird. I don't. I, maybe they did that threw that in to justify the fact that they hadn't gone after her yet to really hone in that they just didn't know where she was, but seemed a little. Little uh, dragged on there, yeah. So the chat's saying it's not the same house. I would love to know oh. what what it is. I mean, there's the the house that he was rebuilding. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was the cabin. I think Iris went to the house that he was rebuilding. Yeah, that was where she was. But they all went to the cabin in the woods mm-hmm. because I don't know. Either they were they knew something was there and they were trying to bring him out, and that's where Cisco almost lost his life and his powers. Yes. So. Yeah, and I guess them identifying the exact type of wood and being able to locate that it was in the largest forest, whatever. But thank you for that anyway, I guess. I was just as confused as you guys. I I was like, you guys have already been there. Um, One thing that I found to be just a little... And I don't know if it's just me, but I was thinking when they were all walking through the woods and Cecile snapped, like... 
You guys are on that sentimental crap. You sound like a Hallmark card. I was like, did she just get hit with some negative speed force? Well, that was Grace's anger. Yeah. Yeah. So, so totally, which was, it was pretty funny. Even though Killer Frost was kind of like, that's, I feel you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And then when she realizes that Cecile, it was just Cecile's power, she's like, oh, well, I still felt the same. Yeah. I really enjoy Killer Frost this season. Yeah. Just to throw that in. I think she's been... Have you not liked Killer Frost ever? Um, it's not that I didn't like Killer Frost before. It was more so it was... Um, she was just kind of thrown in at times here and there. Hmm. And I think this season we got to see her more consistently. And her hmm. balance with... I think there was more of a balance with Caitlyn this season where it wasn't the case before. Right, it just kind of yeah. worked. Yeah. She was allowed to be cohesive. Yeah, like, she was allowed to be cohesive. Yeah, exactly. And I think it worked so much better. She, yeah, in the fight scene, she was allowed to fight a lot more, I think. So, I really enjoyed her. Yeah, and Caitlyn needed that, not only for the fight scenes, but for her life. For the team, for her life, everything. So, that was good. Um, so, you know, they're in this cabin, and they're really trying to figure things out. I wasn't sure how things were going to go. To be honest, when... They were sending Nora in basically like, if you can talk to adult Grace, you can talk to baby Grace, convince her to take the, you know, I kind of thought that was going to work. What did you guys think about that plan? And did you think it was going to work for? It did. Yeah. It did work. They just didn't account for the dagger being more powerful than the cure. And it counteracted the effects that it would have done. Because it was the shard in her head, right? right? Which is like deep in her brain that like they can't obviously remove. And it just would have like nobody would have accounted for it. So like, um, for all intents and purposes, the plan did work outside of that one little thing. I mean, she woke up and was still um, convinced, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is wrong. So. Which was really nice because the child was 10 and is, you know, even though she was taking in all that evilness from her uncle at one point, it was kind of nice to see her return back to somebody who cared. Like, I don't want all those people to die. Let me do the right thing. Yeah, I, enjoy, I I thought it worked. I think it, like I said, I think it needed to happen, yeah. you know, because even if they had just got rid of Cicada 2 somehow, you know, Grace, young Grace was still in a position where, she could you know, become one or not. she could become evil in the future. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was good to kind of, first of all, in the, the dream to be, uh, in her mind, to be presented with the angel devil of the Orleans. And I thought that really worked um, in terms of, like, her inner turmoil that she was going through and what she believed as a young woman. So, uh, I thought it worked. I thought this was a better uh, moment in Grace's mind than last episode Mm -hmm. when the whole thing about Nora and the anger or something, which kind of got pushed back on again because it, once again, it well, anyway. Well, they were in adult Grace's mind. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the whole thing about the anger of how Nora had given, like, said, this isn't my anger, it's yours, um, Grace. But then they kind of went back on that this episode because the whole thing of this negative speed force. But um, this was a better Well, I mean, she copy. still knows how to access it. That was the thing. It wasn't that she was just, like... Uh, like she gave her anger back. Like that, her anger. She was connected psychically to her, so it was enhancing the anger quicker and easier for her to get into those spaces. But mm-hmm. um, uh, if Thawne is involved, I mean, she she got pretty angry. Yeah, very fast. But um, I'm just saying that I, I like this uh, moment in, in this Grace's mind 
the best so far. I think it, yeah. it was significant and it, it was necessary. Hmm. Definitely. And it made sense. And I do like how they had the the positive cicada, well, the uncle and then the negative one, because that really seemed like what was going on in her head anyway. She had, And it, it's kind of like life, too. You just choose what voice is going to be louder and go with that. So I kind of exactly. like that, you know, how they did that with that. So it since it didn't work, um, Nora's life was on the line. So they chose to destroy the dagger to save Nora and they knew Thawne was free. What what I loved about this is I always love the team flash moments because boy, when Thawne got free, I love how everyone used everything to just make it work. Like they set up a plan knowing that, okay, this dagger thing is going down and if we destroy that, Thawne's going to be free. But I feel like they they've planned for this moment the whole time. Everybody was sharp on those their skills. You know, everybody was very on point in showing up as Team Flash to be like, okay, dagger destroyed, boom, now to Thawne. From reversing the timeline a little bit, just because, you know, when he got free and the dagger got destroyed and he was killing people and all that. Um, what did you guys think about, like, the team and how they showed up to kick some Thawne booty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did I a great it. job. It was, it was good. Um, I was expecting a fight between Thawne and Flash, yeah. which we have seen prior and know that Flash can beat Thawne. Um, so I'm not sure why they didn't go down that route, but it was nice to include everybody into it. Um, mm-hmm. And it was even cool how Thawne recognized, uh, like, Ralph and, and, like, knew the different timelines. It was yep. just like, you should be dead. Um, so it was cool that we got to see everybody, which which is what we've had for a theme for this entire season. So if they would have taken that out, I feel it would have been a disjustice to the rest of the team. That's true. And we got to see Cisco's one last time. Hoorah. One last time. Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. I um, I, I, I liked it. I liked the, the Team Flash confrontation. I loved the... Um, well, one, I like that thought. I like when villains kind of get their, give their hurrah of why they do things, and yeah. then it's this whole thing. Because what we saw in that whole sequence of him, you know, Tom Cavanaugh just looked amazing when he came. Well, uh, did he have a wig on or something? His hair was different. Well, I think that was his na- that was his real hair. I think when he's sure Luke, that's the wig. It's the longer, okay. Yeah, I think the longer hair is the weave. Is, is the weave. Mm-hmm. But um, I, it was just you know, Thawne has so much history with Barry, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like he is the ultimate villain to the point where, like others have said, like it would have been nicer if maybe he had been released earlier on instead of us kind of dragging out this whole cicada thing to this point of the last you know, 20 minutes with mm-hmm. Thon. But I think when he got to go, you know, he has all this history, like Iris, always a pleasure. It's like there's so much mm-hmm. there. And it doesn't get old to a certain degree, probably because they space him out so well. Yeah. But um, the fight was great. Uh, the whole thing of Vibe doing this. and So you know, good. I mean, it just all worked. Like, they really had coordinated it in such a great way. Now, I mean, all that to say that, you know, 
Thawne is a pretty deadly speedster. So it was kind of weird that he, I mean, even when before Excess and um, The Flash got there, you know, with Excess, you know, being able to reverse things by a few minutes, uh, which was great to see that power of hers, because that's, that's one of her canon powers. But it was also kind of like... Um, he was using, like, his lightning and stuff like that up to that point. So then when he's fighting them, he stops stops using it, it seems. like he's, he's just, just taken off guard. And I think so, too. I think yeah, they definitely caught him off guard. That was probably it. They caught him off guard, and like I said before, I think it was a calculated um, calculated measure of which way things are going to go. Yeah. Granted, you, he was letting them win because he needed Nora to get angry. And she needed to get to that point of like I'm going to kill you so that she would have gone to like the negative if she would have been like in that mm. negative speed force uh, manner yeah well Good although point. I don't think I think Thawne knew she wasn't going to be able to kill him like she, he had already planned for the fact that she was going to start disappearing he had just thought that she'd choose to go into the negative speed exactly. force yeah. yeah and so but it was cool because it, it did get, it did catch me off guard when she was like this is gonna be your legacy I was like, like I was out of nowhere she was about to go straight into his chest I was like alright that's Something, you know, um, it was it was, it worked, uh, but yeah, I, I really liked the confrontation. I thought I thought it worked, um, and I and we all knew. I think we knew that Don was not going to be defeated right then and there because this wasn't his arc, right? Yeah, like he was kind of the pre-show for what's supposed to happen next season. Mm-hmm. So this gave us a hint of that, and we could pretty much know that Don is going to be a, a big play in that. Yeah, which is kind of nice because I'm with you. Like, I love when the villain kind of shares everything that they had up their sleeve. And I really thought for that moment, because Nora wasn't in herself, that she was going to get him. But that's just not possible. There's no, I mean, I would have been annoyed if Nora was the one that got Thawne and not Barry. That makes sense. (laughs) Like, if anyone's going to kill Thawne, it has to be Barry. Barry. Yeah. 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 That'd be fair. And then the moment, okay, I was sad because they had this well-orchestrated fight. I'm so glad Team Flash showed up the way that they did. But because we haven't been talking so much about the timeline and seeing too much of the timeline being super messed up during this whole season, I was shocked when Nora started disappearing. I didn't think anything with the dagger or what happened had anything to do with her. I wasn't correlating that at the moment. So I didn't know what was happening to her when she started to disappear. But that whole scene, like, I was super sad. I... I really felt some kind of way. They Spider-Man us. <laughs> yeah, they Spider-Man us. So let, let's talk about Nora. We're um, referencing Avengers Endgame, Infinity, right? Infinity War, <laughs> if anyone is not into Marvel. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Forgot to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen Infinity War yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, is that something that we expected? I know I didn't expect that, and um, I don't know. I felt some kind of way, because... We've been talking about Nora all episode. She's been quite aggravating because she, you know, is always making a mess of things. Great actress and great character, but it's just like, I am not shocked every time she's, you know, messing things up. So she got on my nerves, but I really didn't want to see her go. Not like that. And then plus the pain it caused her parents. So what did you guys get from that scene? I was sad. I was about to cry. Well, one, I was expecting it. Oh, you were? 100%. Oh, I mean, the previews we saw, at least, we at least saw... um, Cicada 2 over her, so at the very least we thought she was going to get stabbed and died and, you know, get killed that way. Um, but the pure fact of destroying uh, uh, the, whatchamacallit, would mean that she never went back in time to go and do, like, hit the the satellite and everything. And it just throws off the entire timeline enough that um, 
Barry and Iris probably had a baby at a different time. You know, that that whole... Uh, yeah, I, I was expecting it. I don't know how my brain was expecting it, but it had to have happened. I Ooh. think we, we saw it coming in the sense of maybe once Cicada 2, once Grace started, like, the whole thing with Grace and it, it was like, okay, things are starting to shift. And we already knew episodes before that stuff shifted because the Cicada 2 had somehow got created because of other things this that happened. This whole season has been about, like, a, the, the shifting of the uh, timeline. Yeah, shifts yeah. of timeline and things happening because we did, we do know, because we know from previous seasons that, you know, time travels like a little cup, you know, there's a crack and there's always a change. Mm. And all these things that Nora had been doing something major had to happen. I mean, it was. We, I think we all kind of thought that maybe little things would happen here and there throughout the season, but since that wasn't happening, we needed that big culmination mm. of something has to... There has to be consequences, and she knew that, too, and, that, and I did appreciate that because, one, I like that she was very... They were very adamant in telling the audience that a lot of this was her fault. Okay, for everyone who's gotten on us for getting on Nora, even <laughs> Barry said it. It was like you make mistakes. Right. Nora said I made a mistake. All of this was something of a mistake. I came back to help you from disappearing, which honestly, that actually was not her reasoning for going back. Her reasoning for going back was the cicada thing and stuff like that. And then somehow it well, got she back. thought she would be able to save her father regardless. Well, she the that thing about the disappearance, that didn't start she didn't start mentioning that again until this particular episode. Cuz before it was like I wanted to come back to help you defeat cicada. Right. Right. Because you never caught him. That was her main thing that she kept saying. Right. Previously. But she was assuming the, the fact that she that he never caught Cicada. Cicada was the reason why he disappeared. I don't know if she made that connection. But her thing was the Cicada. Well, at the very least, we did All make right, that connection. But I'm not getting into that comment. What I'm saying <laughs> was the idea that she said all of this you know, was my mistake. And, like, you have to take the consequences Mm -hmm. of the mistake, which is what I appreciated. And she took that consequence. And I think this was the only way that she could have... I think this was the only way that she could have, quote-unquote, died, where it was significant for us, Mm -hmm. the audience, and for her parents, without, like, really killing her. Like, Yeah, yeah. because without the whole thing of, like, her being stabbed with the dagger and really dying in this timeline. Because we still get... The chance of her coming back later. Right. So. What was it that Barry said to her? Um, take responsibilities for your actions, or something like that. And then she had repeated that back, which is like, "I'm taking responsibilities of my of my actions." Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it was very powerful. I think in that moment, also, just kind of knew uh, something was going to happen. Um, and this is a not this is going off into left field. Um, but the writers are very, very intelligent and mm-hmm. very smart, and like to do a long play of things. And set up for next seasons, where in last season we've had some things that haven't been closed up but are somewhat still relevant. And, uh, you know, we still have uh, the time language uh, that doesn't shift or change. And we still have Barry saying, like, we're going to need more diapers, which could allude to um, uh, Nora coming back as a different character as Dawn with the Tornado Twins, which would be interesting to see. Um, and very exciting. Yeah, I remember happens. you mentioning those twins, so I definitely want to get in. The Maybe. chat's been going crazy about it as well, yeah. so I had to say something. But um, Yes, good. That's, yeah, I would hope it would go that way. And then we got to see, of course, Barry and Iris show up again as parents. They've always been, you know, coaching her through things and their team flash and this, but 
they were desperate to keep their baby there. Like, just go through the negative speed force. We have to do this. We have to do that. And just that kind of desperation kind of touched my soul a little bit because it's still their child at the end of the day. And nobody wants to see, you know, you're not thinking in the moment. Nobody wants to see their child completely disappear. You're not thinking if you're ever going to see him again or just anything. So I know that, especially as a mother for Iris, she really wanted to protect her from that. But I definitely, too, am happy with Nora's decision because... Who knows what that would have brought? Not only her being in the negative speed force, but I feel like when you stick around and you mess with the timeline like that, doesn't that little ugly thing chase you forever? Time race? That little scary, yes. So so if you mess with the timeline? If you mess with the timeline and then stick. Because if she would have went negative speed force, she would have been skipping out on the consequence of the yeah, timeline. So the negative is- speed force is something that was created by Thon, which he negated the fact of time wraiths. Yeah. He kind of moves outside of time, so he's not affected. That's in the comic books. He okay. can travel and mess up timelines without him being affected or erased or like things changing in his in himself. Okay, so but she's talking that about up. those d- those the demon rates. things. Yeah, the, yeah. The, those demon things are only in the the regular Speed Force. Right, Thawne doesn't deal with those. Okay, and the thing is, if she had existed outside of the time, how would that even have worked? Would they then like you know would West Allen then have three children or two or whatever because mm-hmm. of the fact that they Nora, do want to create a family? Yeah, she'll be outside. Yeah, of it. she'll yeah. be outside of it. She will no longer be who one of those kids eventually becomes because now she's existing outside of the and outside they of a the timeline. Time, yeah, they wow. change, Just they, like Thawne does, you they know. change the timeline. She would be outside of that timeline that was also changed. So they would go into it assuming, oh, well, we'll just have a, a, a baby and, you know, make sure she doesn't go into the negative speed force. But little would they know it would be a completely different baby. Well, they would know that yeah. actually because of the fact that they would know that she and but they knew that they were right. trying they didn't care at that moment because exactly. they wanted to keep this Nora alive because they had gotten attached yep. to this child but the thing was if she had stayed she would have then been a person removed from time like Captain America mm. you know what I mean a man out of time you know <laughs> and it's just like you know this idea that she couldn't do that and she understood that which you is know? really powerful. Which, and it was powerful and it was brave because it's yeah. like she was going into the ether. You don't know. She, she's just disappearing. She's going into nothingness. You know, that's a very. Cease to exist. Yeah. And uh, that was, sad, I mean. Sad way to go. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, her, her note to them or her, you know, speech to yeah. them wants to get another kind of in-game Avengers thing like Tony Stark <laughs> but it was um, oh I didn't even get that yeah it was it was it worked and that was that was a sad moment to me when she was talking about yeah you know I wouldn't change anything that happened and I was like Mm-hmm. That and she got to be the hero. She got to be the hero, the which hero, was what which she always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Have a, a legacy. So I guess my only question is, would they remember her at the timeline? That's what I have the same question. I started to think the same. Like That was my only... How does that mean, work? Who would remember her? If she, never, if she ceased to exist... Well, I guess they proved that it would regardless because Eddie, they still... Yeah. He still was in their memory, but Cicada two disappeared. They totally just remembered that they fought her. Yeah. No, I don't think it wasn't about it wasn't like who was just here. No. All right, okay. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I, I took it more of, of um I got very reminiscent of uh the opening, like of of the flash always, like when he has his little speech. Um Yeah. And it's very in line of what like Nora was saying. Um, and I liked how they did uh, the throwback to when Barry did that same thing to her. Mm-hmm. This, actually, this whole episode had a lot of throwbacks. I don't know if anyone caught on 
the chat if you guys knew of anyone. Uh, the 15 years throwback. Yeah, the 15 yeah. years. Which is cool. He's like, the second time is very boring. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I felt like, pain oh my God. I feel that. for the guy. Yeah, He's I trying to that. get back to his son. He's evil. He's I not know. trying to keep it. Um, and then, uh, what was the, the Lady Gaga thing? That's a throwback to like the first episode. Uh, Barry woke up to Lady Gaga. Oh my God. And then in the, this season, um, like when he got struck by lightning and he finally woke up, uh, he, they were listening to Gaga and then, um, Nora, when she got struck by lightning and woke up, was listening to Gaga, too. Some writer in that room is a Lights. Gaga. Gaga, <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's one other time. I just can't remember what it was, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And yeah, so they did a really good job. Now we're kind of like saying goodbye to everyone. I know we had some really good moments because we were saying last week how Joe West, we were seeing that he'd probably be promoted. So that was a wonderful prediction. And that was happened. on the, the newspaper. Yeah. So it's coming true. Yeah. He got yes. promoted to captain. And Singh knew all the time <laughs> that it was Barry. I love that yeah. moment. That was such a good moment. <laughs> that took me aback. I was like, <gasps> I was like... I yayed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, I I love, I that was a great payoff. Yeah, it oh, really it was. was. I really like seeing. Yeah, I, hopefully we'll see him now even more so because he's the chief of police. So him and Joe are probably going to have to like talk yes. and everything with everything that's going on. So that was so awesome. And it and also and once again it's kind of meta too because he's like I'm a detective too. Like right. why wouldn't I know and figure out? Like you're never at work. And like, yeah, <laughs> you zoom in, you zoom out. Like yeah. <laughs> whether he's seeing it or not, I, that was a great moment. Also, the other moment I saw, it seems is well, are we going to talk about Cisco? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for the Cisco. So, yes. Let's talk about Cisco. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, well, Cisco, it seems, probably left Killer Frost a suit. That was one of yeah. the things I think he got. Oh, he left Killer yeah. Frost. Well, not left, because I don't think he quit Star Labs. Um, I think he did. It was kind of a goodbye to Star Labs. I, I guess. I mean, which is stupid, because hmm. it's like, where are you going to work? Right. But, because you got a great mind, why not continue working yeah. at Star Labs? I mean, that, just the whole situation, I felt like it was slightly contrived. I just, once, I said it before, I think the whole idea of him not wanting his powers was something somewhat contrived so um because i think he could still be the smart guy and, and you know we saw he needed those powers uh, today with thon he needed those powers to get the gun over to barry what are we gonna do without a vibe life now? with vi- his vibes like the team and you were saying it zach like that should have been a team decision not a private caitlin and cisco decision that was tough they to got watch. on barry so many different times for taking things into his own hands yeah. like we are here as a team I don't understand why all of a sudden, like, they almost, season two broke up as friends because effectively when Barry Flashpoint killed his brother, you know, and uh, Cisco's brother. Right. So it's just like, what, it's a hypocritical move to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I do think it's his choice. It's his body, his choice, y'all. His body, his rules. But, so he can decide that he doesn't want to have the vibe inside of him. Yes, he can, but that has to be a discussion with okay, Team Flash. Okay, but even if he discusses it, at the end of the day, he's going to be allowed to choose. I mean, you can't, Barry's not going to be like, no, you can't do that. It's his body. No, I think they're just going to have that discussion with him. I think they need to have that, that talk. <laughs> That's all. Okay. But I don't see what the... Dis- okay, okay. The discussion so would have been like, hey, man, we're here to support you, at that very least. It should have been a talk. All right. Especially because they just lost the word. They're going through so much loss, and now they... I mean, vibe is a loss. I get it. I, I think it would have been nice to kind of share with the the team. But it is his body, so... And he, he was one foot in, one foot out since, what, episode, like, 
14. He'd, yeah, and I don't know. know if that has to do with the actual actor with all the rumors of him potentially yeah. leaving mm. and the writers were worried so they wrote this time They might have done thing, that. And they were like, oh, well now we're in it and have to move forward with it or else like we can't just have it disappear. Right. And there's always a way with time travel or something like that. You know, maybe there's a time where he doesn't take the cure later or something or molecular biology. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't think it could be totally permanent. I think something could pop off that he can get his powers back. Um, I just felt like it was slightly contrived because I don't particularly care, and this is going to sound cold-blooded, to <laughs> grow with uh, Cisco and Camila's relationship. I don't care about their relationship. <laughs> no. So if, if that's going to be the focus, yeah. she's not even the comic, so if, I don't... If we wanted to care about her, <laughs> they should have made more of her. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't didn't give us room to care for her. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. This was an amazing episode. Before we get out, I definitely want to hit it up with some uh, news and gossip. Yes. Well, um, this news and gossip is pretty much connected to what we've been talking about, which is what can we expect from The Flash Season 6? And basically, uh, now that Season 5 has ended, what can we expect? Well, we saw some hints in this episode where Thawne said to Barry, see you in the next crisis. So that gave us a hint (laughs) that the show is definitely going to be diving into Crisis on Infinite Earth, and if you're familiar with that uh, po- uh, popular storyline, it happened in 1985 by Marv Wolfman and George Perez. And the original deaths in that plot line was actually Supergirl and Barry. So in this particular case, uh, the question is, is it going to happen again? We also saw that we thought this was going to probably happen in 2024, mm. but then on the show we saw that now it's happening in 2019. So this is definitely going down next year for sure. Also, it would seem that Todd Helbing um, gave a, the you know, former, uh, the showrunner of The Flash, uh, gave a um, interview where he talked about the possible return of Godspeed. And, you know, we got a little hint of Godspeed and it was kind of lackluster, but he's saying that he's a major comic books villain, so we would never just want to do that guy in just one episode. Mm-hmm. So we can be expecting some more Godspeed in season six. And we wonder, maybe he'll hook up with Thawne and we'll get some Thawne and Godspeed stuff. So, yeah. Season six, awesome. y'all. Season six, y'all. Okay, so this episode was so juicy. It's the season finale. We were able to touch on a few predictions. We really wanted to get into it deep. Actually, we talked about that at the top of the show. Like, we want to do so many predictions. But unfortunately, we're out of time and we weren't able to get to it. So what we want to do is why don't you guys put it in the chat? Because, you know, in and out for the rest of the week, we'll look at it before season six. What do you guys think is going to happen? And then we can share in the chat, too, if we want what we think um, some good predictions for season six are. Um, Also, our fun segment we wanted to do, Who You. Um, You can also leave in the chat and share what scene did you connect to? This is the season finale. What scene of this episode 22 legacy did you personally connect to? So share with us in the chat. Leave us some comments. Let's have some fun and keep ourselves busy until we come back for season six. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next season. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And y'all, I'm Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can find me on my YouTube channel at Chauncey K. Robinson and also all over the internet. <laughs> and guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social, social media at Zach with the CH Silverman 2. And don't forget, this Sunday at 10 o'clock, we have Supergirl season finale as well. Join me there.
See you guys. See you next time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.